Welcome to the very first 30 Flirty Surviving Live Podcast. I am beyond happy to be introducing to you the host of the show, Tracy Shermerhorn. Thank you. Thank you. This is the one and only Mr. Peter Hurley. He's my producer on the show. He puts up with me week over week, and if it wasn't for him, we would not be here tonight. We would not be doing this. He has listened to me talk about menstruations and fertility and our pelvic floor and a bunch of girls talk that no guy ever wants to hear. So the true MVP, thank you. And of course, all of the Big Night Media family, you guys have been so supportive of me since day one. The show has changed a lot over the last two years, and I am so grateful that you've always stuck behind me, so thank you for allowing me to be here, and to guys, of course, and to Viva Seltzers for giving you guys all a little tequila, because who doesn't want tequila? Woo! All right, I don't know if I should sit, if I should stand. My tummy is, like, doing little flips. I don't know if I'm nervous or if I just ate gluten today, so we'll find out. We'll find out. Um, okay, I'm gonna sit, and um, you guys know that the, the podcast itself is very much interview style, and I don't get a lot of opportunity to just talk with you guys one-on-one, -on -one. so I know we have a really exciting show in store, and you guys are excited to see some of the guests, but if it's okay with you, I'd love to just chit-chat for a minute. Is that all right? Okay, so I, the reason why I want to chit chat. Ah, hi, Amanda. I didn't know you were here. <laughs> um, is because I have a confession to make, to be honest. Um, and I think that we're all friends, and I need to just be honest with you. And I know that I come on this podcast week over week, and I talk about. 30s are the new 20s, and this is the best time of our lives, and this is so amazing. But the truth is, I didn't always feel that way, and there's a lot of days that I don't. Um, so you guys know, I talk about it all the time, everyone's so sick of it, but I lived in LA for a couple years. I went out there when I was 25, and when I made the decision to move back home a couple years ago, um, I just thought that I would slip right back in no time has passed, nothing's ever happened, nobody knew I was gone. But the truth is, all of the people that I loved and that I cared about were here. And they had been building their lives and building their futures in their home base. So schedules had changed. Things were different. Life was busier. And I felt really displaced. I felt a little lost. And as proud and happy for my friends and my family that I was, it was a little discouraging. I was 29. I'm on the brink of 30. And here I am living with my mom and dad, which thank you so much because I was broke and I didn't have anywhere else to go. But I'm living with mom and dad. I am starting a new job and a new career. I'm single once again, 
And I just didn't know how I would fit in again. And I was really scared and I felt pressure, I felt behind and it terrified me. But if you guys know me at all, if anyone knows me, I'm not the type of person that really likes to fixate on the negative. I like to find the silver linings and the glimpses of positivity. So I decided to really think long and hard about the situation that I was in and how was I gonna flip the narrative. So I started to make a pros and cons list, which normally I leave for just men when I'm deciding which ones I like and which ones I don't, but I felt like this was a good opportunity to create a pros and cons list. So the obvious, let's start with the cons. 30, you know, the crow's feet are starting to show up. We don't love those very much. Um, adulting is very hard. There's taxes and bills in real life and it's not fun. And then also, you're not all on the same page anymore. It's not like we're in college and high school where everybody's doing the same thing. Everyone's doing something completely different. And you're always wondering, how do I compare? How do I stack up? And that's really difficult. It's really, really difficult. But the pros. You're not as reckless as you used to be when you were 22 years old, thank God for that. Um, and hopefully all those little mistakes that you made when you were 22, you've learned from them. You've hopefully had a better sense of who you are now, what direction you wanna go, and what goals and dreams you have for your life. So that's awesome. Most importantly, you're not dead yet. And that's really a big one. So I started to focus on that. And truly, God willing, 30 is only a third of the way there. We're really so newly into this life, hopefully, right? So how could anybody have it figured out? How does anybody know what they're doing? Does anybody ever know what they're doing, right? And I would really argue that at 64, 78, 99, most people each day are just trying to get up, do a little bit better than they did the night before, the day before, and quite literally, survive. So I, <laughs> so I started to change the narrative for myself a little bit there. And I know it's easier said than done, but what I found helped me was thinking of this little girl that I'm about to show you. Her. Isn't she cute? So that's little Tracy. And she's quite innocent, right? She's little, she has no idea what's in store for her, what's to come. She is so precious. And every time that I would beat myself up and get caught in negative self-talk and worry about I'm not where I should be, where society wants me to be, where my friends are, my family thinks I should be, etc. I think about her. She deserves to be treated a little bit more kindly, with a little bit more grace, and I don't know why I'm crying, I think I'm just nervous. <laughs> um, she also deserves much better bangs. Uh, sorry, mom, I know you tried your best, but um, she probably could have had a better haircut, but if anything, she deserves to be treated more kindly, right? So when I think about those moments where I'm really kicking myself and beating myself up, I think about her and I try to treat myself with a little bit more kindness and little grace 
And that really does the trick for me because every time I, I do that, what I really do is she gets smaller and smaller and I get further away from all the things that are meant for her and that are meant for me. So for me, this show and this podcast is really about just creating a community, creating a space where we can hear women from different stages in their life, different ages, different careers, different journeys, and celebrate the unknown and the what's to come and the mistakes we've made and the trouble we've had and the good things too. And I just want other women to feel like that little girl is gonna be okay and it's gonna be all right, because it certainly will be. Um, and I want people to come here and just feel like, oh wait, I was thinking that too. I had that same feeling. Wow, that's inspiring to me. That's what 30, Flirty, and Surviving is all about. It really is supposed to be just a place you feel good, it's like you and your girlfriend sitting on the couch and just having a good time. So I'm so appreciative for all of you guys being here tonight, for listening to the show. You guys look so fabulous. Everybody looks so damn good. I um, also see a lot of new faces, which is super exciting. I see, of course, a lot of familiar faces. I have my sister here with me tonight, who listeners know because she's been on the show before, Lisa. Um, she still has not listened to a single episode, not even her own, but that's okay. My parents are here too. They actually have listened to the show before, which is incredible, um, but they were really, really proud of me until I think they got to what, like episode four or five, and then they said, you swear too much, I can't listen to this anymore. So, mom, dad, in the event of emergency, I did provide you with some earplugs tonight. If you wanna put those in, it's gonna be a family-friendly show. It's gonna be a good time, I promise, but just in case, as a precaution, feel free to pop those in at any time, okay? Um, well, without further ado, I have with me some really special ladies who I know most of you guys are really excited to see tonight. I never do the show alone. I want them to come here and join with me. So in true TFS fashion, let me please introduce to you Miss Haley Joy Page. Miss Molly Curly Farrow. And then we have the one, the only, the hoots and cahoots that we all love, Ayla and Alyssa. How are you girls feeling? Great, You look gorgeous, stunning, beautiful. Whew. Your trousers, we mean, we mean business tonight. Yeah. We mean business. No, I'm just kidding, we're gonna have a good time. Um, okay, so some of you guys ha have listened to the show, some of you have not. So to start off, I just, if you haven't listened, if you haven't met these girls, I want to do a quick little catch up, see what they've been doing since we've last seen them on the show. So we're going to do that, then we're going to play some games, and we're going to have a good time, and then we are going to mingle and party. So let's get down to it. So I am going to start with you, Miss Haley, because you're furthest away from me. Okay. Hello. <laughs> Hello. How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm good. How are you, you nervous? A little bit. Why? But There's no my, one here that knows you. I don't know why you're And all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
obsessed. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Okay, so Haley is a makeup artist. Um, all of their Instagrams are up there. If you guys don't know them, you can go stalk them, find them, follow them, love them the, <laughs> as much as I do. Um, but Haley, when we last talked to you, you had told us a lot about how this really just like fell on your lap. You were yeah. not like thinking this was going to be your career. Um, and now you are doing makeup for like celebrities you've built a team you have a full blown freaking business girl so first and foremost congratulations <laughs> <you>. to you <laughs> but I want to hear a little bit about um, building the team and how yeah. that all came to be because you were such a one woman show for a long time yeah um, so first and foremost, I want to say thank you to Selena, my partner in crime, because we kind of started together. Um, and then we freelance with Michelle. She's here, too. And then from there, I now have three assistants, Lauren, Shayna, and Molly, who are all here, and my admin, Samantha. So there is just so many people. The team keeps growing. There was a point where me and Selena worked as a duo forever, and we just couldn't keep up with the demand, so we kind of split up and now have the admin to help or the assistants to help. And then from there, the girls are now taking on their own weddings, which is amazing, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger, which is awesome. That's incredible. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, yeah, we have like one person with me. There. That was like a whole list of names. Um, so I want to talk to you a lot because for, uh, if we have any Real Housewives of New Jersey fans in here... <laughs> Miss Haley was with one of them last night, which I yes. wasn't even planning on talking to you about tonight, but I, I saw it and I was like, hold the phone. I have so <laughs> many questions. So you have done a lot of makeup for like those, like our Bravo girls. I mean, you've yeah. done Paige and Hannah from Summer House. You've done some of the, oh yeah, everybody <laughs> likes Summer House. Everyone loves Paige. <laughs> <laughs> um, also what Rhea and Fran yep. from um, Chicks in the Office. So tell me a little bit about how you got connected with those girls to yeah. start. And then I want to know, like, what is the biggest difference with working with more of a higher profile clientele yeah. versus your typical bride or just event makeup? Um, so I definitely got started with Rhea and Fran. I had a mutual friend who reached out to me um, and connected me with both of them, which was awesome. And then from there, I really owe them a lot because they kind of put me on to other, the other Bravo girls and other celebrities. Well, I guess celebrities, but um, from there... They're celebrities to me. I know. To me, they are too, but I know they're, to other people they're not. But that industry, I feel like a lot of people just, they don't know who to go to. And makeup's tough, right? When you go and get bad makeup, it's, it's awful. So they kind of all use the same person. And usually they DM me. And sometimes, like, half the time I don't really know who a lot of them are of course I knew Danielle from Real Housewives of New Jersey shout out to I am hair by Taryn or Taryn hair I forget which one it is she's here also she did the hair with me and Danielle was awesome but they kind of all just go to the same person um and they trust each other and from Instagram and whatnot so it's it's cool but <laughs> Very neat. I feel like once you're in, you're in, you know, yeah, it's that's like, kind of it's like it the is. gateway. Yeah. And compared to that, to a bride or just a regular client, I treat all my clients the same. Like I genuinely think that all my brides, my clients are high profile clients. I treat them all like that. And I joke with my clients that when I do my own makeup, I'm probably the worst at my own makeup because I genuinely don't care. When it's myself, I'm like, yeah, this looks good. When it's a bride, I'll sit there for 30 minutes and be like, it's still not perfect and make sure it is. So I generally treat them all the same. It's just a shorter day, which is great, but with high profile, but that's pretty much it for the most part. Very nice. <laughs> okay, I also have adopted so many of the makeup 
tricks that you uh, like hello people we have a show going on my god <laughs> um so, sorry about that people no i'm just kidding um okay i've adopted so many of the makeup hacks and tricks that you taught me with yeah. like the setting powder using a smaller brush and the eyeliner trick um also i have never gone back to any actual brow product you told me to use the got to be glue yes, like i have never gone back <laughs> so i want to know since we've last seen you any new hacks yeah. or tricks that you've learned or maybe just a new trend that you really love that we can all start to practice? I feel like the makeup trends right now are pretty much the same. They have been for a while, but the one thing is Patrick Todd. That's one product for a while I kept seeing and I was like, oh, I don't really know if I'm sold on it. And now completely sold. His products are amazing. Um, for a while, I feel like the makeup industry, it was pretty much a sin to put any creams over a powder and he made that happen and it works and it works really well so that's probably the only thing that I would say that I've been into right now that I'm okay. loving okay all right well thank you very much we'll get back to you <laughs> girl we're moving on moving on all right I'm gonna go look this way so that my neck doesn't get like a crick in it I gotta like balance back and forth so Ayla and Alyssa from Hoots and Cahoots, which I think is just like the cutest name in the entire world. I love it. And you girls have been friends since you were how old? 15, 15 uh, and yeah. 14. 15 and 14. And also they grew up with, you went to college with Haley too. So yeah. it's, it's very, it's a tight crew up here. Um, sure but is. tell us a little bit about what Hoots and Coots is for some that hasn't heard of it before. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a unique name. Um, forever, we were told that we were in hoots, uh, in cahoots. Um, and we're old souls, and we just kind of love the phrase. Um, we're always conspiring at some level um, about whether it's, you know, an idea or, um, you know, something that we want to do. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where it started. Yeah, and we both worked in the restaurant industry yeah. for years, and, you know, we, we always had people coming to us and asking us where should we go out to eat where should we you know go for a girls night where should we go for this event and and we just did it and, and then we were like yeah. wait should we like formalize this a little bit yeah and i think at that point we were both kind of in a lag in our day jobs and we're like why don't we start it let's let's do it we got nothing to lose and yeah. here we are i love it i love it yeah so you guys showcase different restaurants in Boston, but also outside of Boston as well. And not only do you like take little videos of the vibe and here's what the tablescapes look like, but you say, here's the menu items that we tried and here are the cocktails and you give it a little bit of a rating too. Like, is it worth going back? Is it not worth going back? What do you have to have? What could you do without? I, I appreciate, I feel like you're, you still keep everything very professional, of course, but like you really do a good job at telling people what to, go for and try and sort of what to expect because the the biggest thing I think is like people don't we don't expand our horizons very often because you just stick to what you know and what you're comfortable with so I for one really appreciate it and I think that's why you guys have had such success because people really do want to try more places but they don't know how or where to start so um in that same spirit I want to start by asking you guys what right now are your top three like favorite restaurants in the Boston area to go to oh it's so hard to pick just three um but first, I think we should say the most recent one we went to. Obviously, other than Guys Boston Kitchen and Bar, thank you so much for having us here tonight. Other so than Guys, um, the other night we went to Oleana in Cambridge, and it was amazing. They also have Sofra and Sarma. Yep. 
Um, but it was like 5.30 on a Sunday and there was, it was packed. We were lucky to get two bar seats. It was uh, amazing Mediterranean tapas. Um, very authentic and um, just a cute, cute experience. atmosphere. Yeah. Um, nice mocktails. And great then, desserts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then Yvonne's is another one of our top faves. Can't, cannot go wrong. Can't go we wrong. We keep going back. Uh, the whole Koji group um, has like the best restaurants, but Yvonne's is definitely a top contender. And then Nautilus in yeah. the seaport, is, or Nantucket. <laughs> or Nantucket, yeah. Or, or we and like that. If you're, if you're travelers outside the Boston area, try Nantucket. Yes. <laughs> Best duck in the city. Yes, at least absolutely. In my, my opinion. Absolutely, totally huh. agree. See, but like that's a perfect example of what I mean. Like, I don't think I go to many places and, and order the duck, but yeah. knowing that it's the best duck in Boston, I guess if I was there, I'd give it a try, right? Yeah, you that's kind of what, what we, like, we want it to be more about the experience. We don't want to just, like, just post anything and everything. It's really trying to cater and curate, uh, you know, a, a resource for people in and outside the city. Well, thank you. You're doing the Lord's work. We appreciate you. <laughs> um, I also think that what's really admirable about you guys and something that I can super relate to is you're doing this with full-time jobs. You know, this is not what you do 100% of the time. And I want to tell people a little bit about what you guys do full-time. Because Alyssa, you are a writer and an author, and you do a lot of copywriting for different companies. And Ayla, you are working for a cannabis company, which is kind of neat. So, um, whatever one of you wants to take it first, but I'd love to hear a little bit about your, your nine to fives. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to sound like a crazy person. Um, I work uh, full time for Master General Brigham on social media. Um, I also work for MIT part time in social media. And then I'm also a writer. Um, my second book is about to come out. Um, it's called 100 Days of Thought. It'll be on Amazon next week. And, and it's a, what is it? It's a self-guided journal, it's right? It's a self-guided reflection journal um, to guide you through 100 days of, of journaling. And Gina Molinari right there is holding it up. Hi, Gina. <laughs> we all know I love to journal, so I cannot wait. Will you give me one tonight? I'll pay you. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then when I'm free, in my free time, um, hoots and coots. <laughs> When you have free time. Yeah. So what, there's like two hours during the week yeah, or something there's, like that? Yeah, there's little time. But, yeah. you know, honestly, like social media just kind of found me. And I think working in social media, my full-time job, um, it's made me better at my creative side hustle. So um, I think that it kind of all works together and it makes me a better writer and it makes me a better content creator. And, um, yeah, you, you cannot just have one hustle these days. As, as you said, it's hard being in your 30s and um, yeah. inflation. But... Uh <laughs> Truly, truly. <laughs> but, you know, I think that if you're, if you're smart, you know, it's always nice to have more than one stream of income and Absolutely. revenue coming in. So you're, you're doing you're And doing it keeps it well. you sharp. Yeah, it keeps you sharp. Yeah. All right. Miss <laughs> Ayla, tell us a little bit. I mean, weed is legal in Massachusetts. We can talk about it. So let's hear what is Greatest Hits Cannabis Company all about? So, uh, Greatest Hits Cannabis Company, that is the cannabis company that I work for. We um, are currently open in Dudley, Massachusetts. It's our first retail location, and we're about to open our second retail location in Taunton, Mass, um, this month. So, very exciting time for us. We are recreational. Um, I'm our director of visual merchandising and interiors. Please come check us out. <laughs> 
Okay, so I, um, one time, mom and dad, this might be a good time for the earplugs. Um, when I was in high school, I tried weed for the first time, and I had a traumatizing experience. I, I thought that I was going to swallow my tongue, and I was like, I can't breathe. This is the worst. What is happening to me? And my friend was like, just eat food and you'll be fine. Um, but then for years after that, like, I never, ever, ever had weed. I was like, so, is that even what you say? Smoked weed, had weed? I don't know, what, whatever it is. But I was so, so afraid of it. And I've, I've dabbled a little bit since it's been legal. But like for somebody who's starting out, doesn't know a lot about it, there's like so many different like strands and this and that and whatever. Is that, is that what you call it? Is it not strands? Why are you laughing over there, peanut gallery? <laughs> strands. 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 Oh. Same. So Tom tomato, strands. tomato. So what you're saying is it wasn't strands. <laughs> right. So clearly this is not my thing. Okay, okay, good, good. Um, but like, we're, like, what's like a good thing to start with? So, I mean, I think the great thing about our team that we have at Greatest Hits is they go through an extensive training and really get to know all of the products that we sell. And, you know, they can explain all of that to you if you come in and, you know, see if, whether it's your first time or, you know, you've had a bad experience. I think that there is something for everyone out there. And I definitely would suggest, you know, start with a low dose and you can always work your way up great advice thank you thank you all righty miss molly curly farrow how are you darling i'm good um molly just announced she didn't it didn't happen today but she announced it today that her and her husband just bought a home oh, and it, it did happen today it did happen it today did i think it's been in the works since january oh it has but we like officially closed today officially like closed been, today yeah. on yeah, her first home thank you thank you Anyone does that in this godforsaken economy? I do not know. So congratulations to Thank you. you. Um, Molly is my fashion guru. She, first of all, is a bad ass CEO and founder of her own fashion line, Molly J the Label. She has the most amazing, all-inclusive, like for all body types, bikinis and bathing suits. And she has her, um, the brick and mortar locations in the Cape, two of them right now, or just one? One right now in one Falmouth. In Falmouth, okay. But she's done like, you've done like a pop-up shop, right? Yeah, in the in past, Nashville. the best bathing suits. Um, but she also is our Amazon fashion expert and that is that's like my happy place I my I buy way too much from Amazon and it's probably your fault so what Sorry. it's okay um but I want to start with Amazon and then go back to Molly J the label but I like Amazon is is it's a war zone right like trying to figure out which brands are good quality and what's worth the money will it ship will it come in two months so when you first got started with it like how did you know what clothes to purchase and like what to find and what inspired you to start putting it out there in social media well so I, I would say it's still the same now like I just buy tons of stuff and the stuff that I share that's probably like maybe 20% of what I'm actually buying so I feel like the reason people love following Amazon influencers is because it is so hard to shop Amazon. So I'm there to do all the hard work and to sift through all of the terrible stuff that is on Amazon and I'll find the good stuff and I share obviously only the good finds. But yeah, I mean, it's still, it's trial and error. 
So I respect that. I think that's yeah. why, like, um, with TikTok, it does so well because people love just yeah. like the realness of okay, she's trying it on, she's seeing how it fits. I can see what it's like on her body type, if it would work for me or not. And I think you're really honest. And also, everybody loves her because does not does she not look like Kate Middleton, oh. Princess Kate? <laughs> she is literally the Duchess. Okay, oh. everyone bow for the royalty. Um, I feel like that was like totally your little sh- like what is it like shtick at first like you were like dressing up like Princess Kate right yeah I would like copy Kate Middleton outfits using only things from Amazon and yeah people people loved that and it was so fun to find things that because obviously we all probably don't have Kate Middleton's budget so using all Amazon finds is a way to you know dress really classy in an affordable way Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. remind my bank account that I don't okay. have a budget. I will. <laughs> um, okay, um, but I want to know too for you. Like this has totally taken off, and it's really become your full time job. I mean, other than of course Molly J, the label. But like you're doing this, you're not in an office. You're doing this full time, um, and you just went on an influencer trip to LA with some like really big influencers, and you stayed at the Beverly Hills Hotel. And if anyone else like was obsessed with the whole heart trip to Dubai. Like, I want to know, what is it really like? What was it, like, what goes on behind the scenes of an influencer trip? Yeah, I mean, that was the craziest trip of my life. Like, honestly, I got the email for it, and I was like, this wasn't meant for me. I was like, I, why did they send this to me? And then, honestly, even the whole time I was there, I was having, like, such imposter syndrome, because I'm, like, in a room with, like, Alex Earl, and, like, these people where I'm just like, what, what is my life right now? Um, but, yeah, it was incredible. It was, like, the coolest trip I've ever been on. Staying at the Beverly Hills Hotel was insane. Um, even, like, one day we just had lunch there, not even part of the event. And, like, I think it was, I'm, like, not good with the Kardashians, but it was, like, Courtney Kardashian. It was one of the Kardashians in, I don't know, Travis? Would that be Oh, it? yeah, Courtney, good job! Is that okay? It was that. Yes. They were, like, sitting down at lunch there, and I was like, where am I? But it was crazy. It was so much fun. Wow. Okay, so, I mean, when you go on these trips, what yeah. are the expectations of you? Is it, like, you have to, you know, post this many times? You have to wear this, that? What, like, what are the rules when you go? Or is it just free trip? So, obviously, every, t- uh, every influencer trip is different. These types of trips, specifically with, like, the Amazon Influencer Program, are for, they say it's for networking, to, like, meet each other, like, meet other girls who are doing the same thing. And then it's also to meet, like, the Amazon executives, the people who, you know, you're talking with on a daily basis. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> no, he wasn't yeah. there. But, um, yeah, it's a way just to, like, network. That's kind of, like, the purpose of it. So there's no expectations. We don't have to. It's kind of just, like rewarding us for you know what we've been doing for them because obviously we're making Amazon a lot more money than they're paying us so ain't that the truth yeah. ain't that the truth yeah um okay and then tell me about the swimwear and you have it's also expanded beyond bathing suits into activewear you had athleisure for a little bit during covid right so what's to come for like your next collection from molly j the label yeah, so I have swimwear and now I have activewear as well. It's more kind of like athleisure in a way where it's like tennis skirts and, you know, pickleball's huge now, so like pickleball outfits. Um, but yeah, we have a store on... <laughs> My like dad loves pickleball. Okay. I, I literally, without even know, yeah. like without even actually looking, I just knew he was like I know. so hyped. And I he, like was. he was. parents' yeah. generation that like loves pickleball. <laughs> um, but yeah, I will have the store in Falmouth um, this summer. So if any of you guys are on the Cape... Um, yeah, I have a pop-up store in Falmouth. We'll be opening 
um, like mid-June through Labor Day. So yeah, definitely come check it out. And we have clothing there as well. So it's a little bit more of like a boutique as well. Because there's not a lot of good shopping on the Cape, so... Yes, that's right. Well, I'm excited to go visit you this summer. Thank you guys so much for being here. Now that we are all formally acquainted, I would like to play a little bit of a game, if that's okay. So since this is the very first 30 Flirty and Surviving live podcast, I thought we should play a game called Everybody Remembers Their First Time. And it's not the first time that you're thinking of, so get your minds out of the gutter. But we are, sorry, yeah, dad, I gave you the earplugs for a reason. It's not my fault if you're not using them. Um, no, but no, no, no. It's, this is a family-friendly show. Don't worry. We're just going to play, like, fun games, you know? Um, okay, but I'm going to ask you guys a couple of questions about some firsts in your lives. And I want to know either, like, where, when, what age, whatever. You'll know when the question gets asked. But if you have a funny story to share, feel free to add it in. Um, we can all kind of, you know do a little like walk down memory lane together. So very first question that I have for you was, what was your first job? Who wants to go? Anyone? Um, my first job um, was a soccer referee. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was, I mean, it was fine. Um, I, I decided to leave when the parents would get really mad when I was refereeing five-year-old games and that's a goal. That's a, it just, it was, it got aggressive. Um, so yeah, it was a good first job. Um, but yeah, it was wild to see parents get so aggressive over their children playing soccer at five years old. Well, you know, now we have the other extreme. Now everybody yeah. gets like a participation trophy. Exactly. I don't know what's I, worse. It was before. <laughs> Clearly it was a long time yeah, ago. Yeah. Ayla, what about you? Um, my first job was at my mom's clothing store, Ike's Den. That's right. Yeah. We both worked there. And Alyssa and I actually worked there together as Very well. Cool. So. Very cool. Yeah. Haley? My first job was at Dairy Delight, an ice cream shop that my entire family worked at. <laughs> All of us worked there. And honestly, I was probably the worst employee and broke everything in the shop. And she still loves me and thinks I'm her success story. So I don't know why. <laughs> Sweet. You said, it's an ice cream shop, you said? Okay, very cool. What about you? Um, I technically started working when I was eight. Uh, I modeled when I was younger, so that was technically my first job. But then my first like normal job was ice cream scooping as well. It's Smitty's in Falmouth, if anyone knows where that is. But yeah. My first job was also ice cream oh, no scooping. Way. My best first that. job. Yeah, it's really I nice. worked at Cold Stone with my sister and one of my girlfriends, Christina, over there. Um, so if anyone wants to tip me a dollar, I'll sing you a little jingle later. <laughs> Okay, um, I got the next. I want to know, what was the first concert that you guys attended? Molly, you looked excited yeah. to answer. I want to know. So my first concert was at two years old. I feel like I'm like the youngest person to go to a concert. And my parents took me to Alan Jackson. And we have like a picture of me sitting on my dad's shoulders. And they got me a pink cowgirl hat. So I feel like it's what like started my love of country music. That's so right? sweet. I know. And I, like, I love Alan Jackson now. I love Alan Jackson. Yeah, yeah first concert. All right, country girl. I love country. I'm, I know that's not like a popular opinion these days, no, but I love, love country. country. Um, Haley, what about you, girl? The first concert I remember is Aaron Carter, so I'm going to go with that. That was the first concert I remember going to. But Rest in peace. I know. That was a good one, too. Right in the oh my god, how I beat I Shaq. I literally listened to it the other day, like on repeat. It's just, it's a good song. It's a great it's a song. It's a good song. What about you, Alyssa? 
Um, and I actually do remember is 98 degrees. Um, and after the show, they like threw towels out with like the names, and I got the one that said Nick Lachey. I, it definitely wasn't his towel. I think they just like felt bad because that we all stayed late. But yeah, it was a pretty good Don't first concert. Tell yourself that it was his. Towel. I did it when I was younger, but then looking back, I'm like, yeah, there's no way that was his towel. <laughs> Ayla, what about you? Um, from what I remember, it was Summer Jam with like LL Cool J, uh, <laughs> Ashanti, oh, nice. Fifty Cent. I feel it, like that's I, an aggressive I was seven. first concert. <laughs> and she went with her mom. And she went so. with her mom. Oh, okay. Well, you were supervised. You're and fine. went with my mom. I was, I think, seven. So you went at seven to Summer Jam. Yeah. Wow. She didn't know what she was getting herself into, to say the Certainly least. Certainly did not. <laughs> Yikes, I'm not allowed at Summer Jam, but that's a story for a different day. Um, my first concert, I don't know if it was Spice Girls or Britney Spears. I can't remember. They were like very close together. Mom, Dad, do you know which one? I just remember Oh, I can't remember. I think, I think that it was Spice Girls for my very first concert. And my sister, when she was younger, used to have like this major obsession with high heels. She would steal everyone's high heel shoes. And we, my parents didn't tell us where we were going. They told us that we were just going to go out to dinner. And so my sister found these shoes from my aunt that she stole. And she was insistent on wearing them to dinner. And my parents kept being like, are you sure that you don't want to change your shoes? You might not want to wear those. They might not be comfortable and Lisa's like no I must wear them I love these shoes then we get to the concert and she was like crying and screaming and she was not happy and she would I had to change shoes with her but regardless the Spice Girls were a good time so the, it, the shoes weren't a big deal and in, in afterthought you know um okay next question for firsts is once I get to it. Um, oh, what was the first R-rated movie that you saw in theaters? What was it? Jesus Christ is Risen? What was that movie? Oh, the, um, what? the one. No, the, um, the Passion, Passion of the Christ. Christ. Oh, R-rated. Kaylee's very religious. <laughs> that, I was so young that that was the first R-rated movie I was allowed Jesus to go to. Jesus Christ has Risen. I was like, honey, that's just church. No, it was an R-rated movie. That was the first one I remember. Because I remember we were only allowed to go because it was about God, so. Fair, fair. Molly, do you remember yours? I honestly don't. And I was thinking, I, like, I really don't think I remember that. But that, like thinking about like other thing than, things than movies, I thought about the fact that like I watched Gossip Girl when I was in like middle school. Because I've rewatched that now, and I'm like, I cannot believe I watched that when I was like 12 years old. Isn't it so funny? Just anything in general. Oh like you go gosh. back, even like Rugrats and yeah. Disney movies and stuff. Yeah, you go crazy. back now, and there's so many secret little like hidden, yeah, it's, either it's like crazy. sexual innuendos or like bad words and stuff. And so I would have never ever picked up on it. Yeah. Um, but I guess now I realize like why my parents would be hesitant to watch certain things. Yeah. But. Like I cannot believe I watched that when I was like a teen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, it's like, a little risky. If I, like, my niece watched that, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, no way. <laughs> what about you guys? Do you remember yours? I don't remember my first R-rated movie. I don't remember either. I feel like it was some horror movie, but I can't. Yeah, it was probably a scary movie. I remember mine what? Mine was, um, remember when they did, like, the Scream? Scream. Like, the yeah. funny movie, oh, but it was, like, Scream. Yeah. Um, scary movie. Scary, scary movie. movie. Scary, scary movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah. With, like, Anna Faris and whatever. I, I, yeah. I feel like that might be the same that thing was, you're thinking of. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. what I was... 
Um, was that rated? If that was rated R, it then was yeah, rated R. But my parent, my mom came with me to watch it, and she, they're like very early on in the movie, they like put a knife through someone's like breast implant or something, and it was like supposed to be funny. And my mom literally covered my eyes and was like, "That's it, we're out of here." <laughs> so I didn't finish the movie, but I know that that was the you first I went to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, how old were you girls when you had your first kiss? Preschool. Oh, hot damn. Hot His damn. name was Anthony. <laughs> Didn't work out. I was going to say, what's Anthony doing now? I, I, I think first grade. Oh, but my. it wasn't like a... Are we, no, like, can we talk about like, like a... Are we going like, that far back? Oh, that I don't know. Like, yeah, no. Oh, we want to go rated R? Is that what we're... Not no. rated R. Like middle just, school. Like, middle school. Like, you know, like he most likely kiss. had braces on type of kiss. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not like a... Middle school. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well then, like when I was 12. 12, okay. <laughs> I'm just going to say middle school, too. I don't really remember. Middle school? Middle school? Yeah, I feel Sounds like, like I, so I was like older because I went to an extremely small middle school. Or yeah, middle school. Yeah. But it was, like a, it was like an international boarding school. I didn't board there, but it was like kids from all over the world, and it was like 40 kids in my grade. Oh. And like, we were all just friends. No one, I don't know. I, I, I think it was like, at, yeah, it was like after middle school. It's like the year okay. before high school. So I was okay. old. I was old. So w- for any of you guys, like, was it like a boyfriend? Was it just like, you're, I got to get this over with type of thing? No. Boyfriend? I, not a boyfriend. I just wanted to kiss everybody. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> my kind of girl. Um, I was a late bloomer. I didn't have my first kiss until I was 16. Yeah. Well, yeah. So yeah. I love that. Is that, is that, yeah. that's not middle school. That's high school. Well, that's, that's a year before high school, right? Am I doing the math wrong on that? No, you went oh, to high school no. 15. Unless no, but so, early. no, I repeated when I went to high school because that's like what you okay. do in like private school. It's like, I don't know, you repeat, you, you, go, you go to middle school till ninth grade and then you do ninth grade at a high school. Oh. I know. It's like a weird thing that well, You can do. write, like show me like a diagram about yeah. that later. I'm not really, I'm not really sure if I know what you're saying. Yeah. But okay, okay. I'm just saying because I, I wasn't held back. It's just what people, yeah. it's just what no, people she's do. Like, clearly I have everyone to thinks you're it. held back. You have a full on business. You're doing well. No one's got worried about it. you. Um, okay, last question for first is when you girls all turned 21, what was the first legal drink that you ordered? If you remember that night. Probably a vodka soda, because unfortunately we had been drinking at clubs and bars well before 21. So <laughs> Sorry, was, big night. Three of us, it was yeah. a vodka soda. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> uh, Is that, you're going to go with that? Vodka soda? Definitely vodka soda, maybe some champagne. Maybe some it, was, it was at Gem, one of big night's establishments. We had, I had my 21st. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. Best, best in Boston. <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah, it probably was, but do you remember, like, after turning 21, I, or- I ordered a dirty, dirty Shirley, which is a Shirley Temple with, like, vodka in it, just because I was like, oh, I wonder what that tastes like. Um, but, yeah, we started well before 21, so it wasn't, like, the cutoff. It wasn't really exciting, exciting for you? Yeah. Okay. Okay, Molly, what about you? Well, first, legal drink, I think it was, like, I went out to dinner with my parents for my birthday, and I got, like, a glass of wine. I was with my parents, oh, so it wasn't a, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's so cool. Uh, White wine? <laughs> Red wine? 
It might have been rosé. Was that? Or See? Did that? Was that spicy? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I don't remember. I like that. <laughs> um, I went to school in Standish, Maine, and the only thing outside of the college was a Super Walmart and Applebee's. So I went to Applebee's um, happy hour. They used to do like two for four, and I got a Long Island iced tea. Oh. So everyone knows how my twenty-first birthday went. <laughs> Um, okay, I think that's first. Anything like a cool first that I didn't think of that we should should talk about? I don't think so. I think those like cover all the bases, right? That's good, yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, so next game, we're gonna pivot. We're gonna pivot. You guys, you can see like you had your little 90s straws. If you've opened up your goodie bags, there's some 90s references. And the truth is, being in our 30s, most of us, the 90s and the early 2000s were the good old days. So if it wasn't for the 90s, we wouldn't be here. And to honor them, I wanna do a little game of I love the 90s. I'm gonna have a couple different categories on the PowerPoint behind me. And they're just like some prompts up there, but for each category, I want you guys to like tell me your favorite or what comes to mind. And you guys out there, if you think of something, I want you to scream it out because I want to like unlock a core memory. So feel free to to say whatever comes to mind. Okay, and pop some bottles. Okay, so um, Hurley, if you want to get it going. Okay, first we got 90s and early 2000 TV series. So up here, there's Blossom, Boy Meets World, Saved by the Bell, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. What? These are, I feel like these are kind of like what I watched as I got like a little bit older. When I was really young, I was watching like Gullah Island and like out of the box. But like, it, it could be like whatever, if it's like your, like whatever, you know, you think of most when you think of your TV series when you were younger. Anything come to mind as a favorite? I gotta say, <laughs> I love all of them, but... Do not rewatch these as adults because I rewatched Boy Meets World like a couple of years ago and I was like, oh my God, this is terrible. <laughs> like, oh, like the production quality or no, just like just come the on. writing and the yeah. dialogue and like, I mean, even Saved by the Bell, they made a whole episode about why they shouldn't ever smoke weed <laughs> and how dope was, uh, you know, dope. <laughs> oh, yeah, when she's like, I'm so excited. Yes, yes, yes. Like, it's, Poor it's Jesse. Like, it's a little cringe, but I do. I think the nostalgia is real, but there's a reason that it was better at that time. Kind yeah. Changed. Um, but yeah, they're all classics. I never watched Blossom. I don't know what Blossom. I've never is. even heard of that. Yeah. Should Molly, I know what that is? Molly, Molly. I know. I don't know. I was telling you things I haven't heard yeah, of before. Okay, good. No, I don't <laughs> even know. What that you've is. never that's watched Blossom? No. I've never heard Have of that. Have anyone out there ever watched Blossom? Jesus, okay, that how makes old me feel are you guys? It's just you, Tracy. I've ne never heard that. <laughs> oh my God. You know this too. Mr. Feeney just celebrated his 96th birthday. 96th birthday. Yeah. <laughs> With um, okay, any other shows that are good ones that I don't. Ariel? Dawson's Creek. Oh, Dawson's yeah. Creek is a good one, a really good one. Any other ones? Full House. Full yeah. House. That. How did I not have that up there? That's yeah. a good one. All right, all right. Next category. 90s, early 2000s, heart throbs. Oh, I don't know. That's Brink, right? It's Brink. That is, okay, all of these Josh girls Hartnett? told me that they have no idea who Wait, these guys are. Josh Hartnett. Oh. Right? Okay, okay. Pearl Harbor. I don't know who they are. I know their faces. Yeah. Okay, so. I've never seen on, them before. We've got Josh Hartnett, who was a huge heart throb. Woo! I've never seen 
so handsome. He was mine. Then you've got JTT, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yes. I feel like he was on the cover of every Tiger Beat magazine. If anyone remembers Tiger Beat magazines, he was on the cover somehow, like weekly. And then Eric Von Detten from Brink. He was like our Disney original movie. No one? I remember you guys. Okay, but you guys know. Okay, so who, when you think about like being like, Late nineties, early two thousands, like who was your heartthrob? Who did you have a crush on? I told you Zach like, Efron. Zach Efron? That's like that's yeah. a good thousands. I had a high school musical viewing party, but yeah, I, was, I mean I uh, loved that. Yeah, that's that's still a good one. Honestly, Josh got? Hartnett. In Josh Pearl, Hartnett. In Pearl Harbor. Great. Yeah, Pearl Harbor. Yeah. I would say the Hanson brothers and the um, the Lawrence brothers. Ooh, oh my gosh, brotherly love, brotherly another great TV yes. show. <laughs> Joey Lawrence, Matthew Matt, Lawrence, and Andrew. Andrew Lawrence. Yeah, yes, Joey Lawrence was a babe. I love for I, sure. Yeah, I saw him when I was in LA, and it's again. Things are just some things are better left in the past. Yeah, don't meet your heroes, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, nothing, Haley. I like don't remember. I'm just gonna say you love the Jonas Brothers. You remember what was that uh, mermaid? Aquamarine. Aquamarine. Jonas Brothers. Aquamarine. They were not nineties. They were like high school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Nick Jonas Aquamarine. all day, if that's the case. <laughs> Nick Jonas. Yeah, he's a good one. He's a good one. What about you guys? Did I miss anybody? Devin Sawa. Devin Sawa. No one. Did anyone watch? Is Sleepover? Is that the movie he's in? Final Destination. Oh. Final Destination. Yeah, that's a little. Oh gosh, she's she's like, IMBD says he's in all these things. What do you say, Christina? Chad Michael Murray. Chad Michael Murray. Yes, yes. He was he was a babe back in the day. Um, okay, next slide. We've got the room access. I didn't really know what to categorize, like to call this. But we've got room accessories. So think about like all the things that you need at late 90s, early 2000s. We had like the blow up chairs, the boom boxes, the Walkmans, the, the lava lamps. I have no idea what you call this disco ball thing, but I had it in disco my ball. room. It was just like this like rotating little disco light, the see-through phones. What was your, like I needed to have this in my room. When you think about your childhood room, what did you have? Lava lamp. Yeah. I Lock. needed that blow up chair. <laughs> oh, yeah. I needed and the, it. And, yeah. and I love the Walkman. It's the original AirPods. I, the original <laughs> AirPods. I know. I know. Oh, yes. God. My sister just reminded me posters like all over the wall. Oh, yes. everywhere. Yes. I have that too. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We made our own accessories. <laughs> yeah. We just ripped we things out of magazines, magazines. Yes. put them yeah. on. All Nick Jonas, just yeah. my entire yes. wall. Yes. <laughs> Yes, that was a staple. One of the other things, I wasn't sure if this was like 90s, 2000s, but like, did anyone else have those glow-in-the-dark stars that you oh, like? Oh, yes. 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 I, I was very much like a nightlight girl. I got afraid of the dark. So when I felt like it was like too old to have a nightlight, I used the stars and I was like, I'm so That was strategic. Up, yeah. No, I really wasn't. Yeah. What about you guys? Anything else? Molly, did you say one? Well, I will say my grandparents, at my grandparents' house in Florida, they still have those stars on their ceiling in the guest room, and they still work. Like, they, they still light up. Wow. Yeah, isn't that great? Then they've been there for maybe, like, 20 years. More, than, more than that. 
and they still light wow. up. I don't That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Honestly, what if they put them up there with like I don't know what that putty I, stuff is. I like know. I should have taped these balloons with that. Look at them. Yeah. They're so yeah. sad. If that's not surviving, I don't know what it oh is. Oh my god, I've been trying to figure out what that said the whole time. I'm I'm like, what is sir stirring? I've been staring at that apparently this whole time. I've been the, up here. Apparently oh the V had a problem tonight. Yeah. I was like, is it some 90s term I don't know about? No, 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 no. Just a poor tape job on my end. Sorry. Um, okay, let's see. Last category. Oh, no, not last category. Second to last category. Fashion and beauty. My mom is personally offended because she still wears the Chinese slippers. Chinese <laughs> What? Yeah, she goes, did you take a picture of all of my shoes and put them on your PowerPoint? No. Um, but yeah, everyone loved those Chinese slippers, the low-rise jeans, the, tr the juicy couture fa like track suits, the butterfly clips, and the lip smackers. I the mesh loved slippers. those lip smackers. The mesh slippers? Yeah, the mesh slippers oh. and the like dark like, lip liner, which I feel like, Sharky. Haley, check me. Is that coming back? It's coming back. It's coming back. Not as intense, but it's definitely Yeah, it's, yeah, definitely it's back. like a little bit yeah. more subtle. But like, what was your, like, what did you wear where you're like, I have never looked better in my entire life? I don't know if anyone else did this, but like, the, <gasps> the jelly like, shoes. Yeah. The yes. Jelly. yes. Those are the best. Those are so cute. Um, and, and my hair, remember the lollipops? Did, was that just me? Remember the bump that? it? Like literally oh. lollipops. Do I remember the bump yeah. it? I don't know what a lollipop is. Yeah, We're like, all a victim it, of the bump like, it. Just, like, the hair. Like you'd stick them in, like you do a pony and stick the lollipops like Like an in. actual lollipop? No, no, it was like a hair accessory. Huh. huh. I might have just been my family <laughs> that did that. We'll have to look into that. <laughs> um, but the bump it, the Jersey Shore Snooky bump it, everyone had that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That was a good one. That was a really good one. That was fun. Molly, anything you I love that? Juicy. Juicy. And then there was juicy. like a Juicy in the Natick Mall. Did you did you know that? I didn't. I didn't really get up there much there, as a okay. kid. The, yeah, there was a Juicy store in the Natick Mall, and it was like such a big deal if I could like get my mom to like buy me mm. something in there. Oh my god, I, I loved Juicy. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, does anyone remember for a while there was like the Tiffany necklace that had yes, like the, chain the chunky one. The yes. bracelet. Tiffany, yes. and everyone wore it with like I have their that somewhere. Um, polo shirt with the popped collar and then yes. they wear another yes. Abercrombie like polo on top of it with the thing. Um, I feel like my friends are not making eye contact with me because they know that they wore that like every day in high school but that Tiffany's necklace, I still have it. I still have it. Yeah, everyone wore that. Yeah, everyone I had one of those. Yeah. I saw the bracelet. I don't know where the necklace And the matching yeah, bracelet. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Abercrombie and Hollister. I feel like that. Oh my God, the skirts for like I this. I smell thing. Hollister just I thinking smell, about it. Yeah. And BB. Yes, yes, the skirts. BB. Yeah. Anything else? What were your favorite fashion items or things to do in the 90s? Where? I mean, anything? No, I'm just kidding. Okay, okay, okay. We can move on. What is it? Oh, the comb, like the oh, yes. comb headbands. Yes. Those are also coming back, actually. Real Housewives of New Jersey, Dolores just wore one last night, right? Yes, yes, Dolores. Um, okay, sorry, we can go back now. We're in the next one. 
Okay, last but not least, we have 90s and 2000s favorite artists. Obviously, I have Britney Spears. We all know how I feel about her, my favorite. I still don't think she's free, but that's okay. We'll talk about that another time, too. But in sync, Backstreet Boys, I mean, it was the boy band, girl band era, the Mandy Moores, the Jessica Simpsons, like Christina Aguilera. Who were your favorite people to listen to? Yeah, probably Mandy Moore, NSYNC, Britney Spears, kind of all of them. Yeah. But in, I was definitely NSYNC over Backstreet Boys. Yeah, who did, you, you were either one or the other. Yeah. Like, you could like both of them, but there was one yeah, there you was chose one. Alliance, too. NSYNC was for me. NSYNC for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You were a 98 Degrees girl. You went to the concert? Or Honestly, no? I was an NSYNC girl, but, like, 98 Degrees was just the, where they came to where I lived. So, fair, <laughs> fair. choices. Who was your, like, fa everyone had a favorite. Like, obviously, I loved JT. Obviously, like everybody else, JT, yeah. Yeah, JT. My sister yeah. liked Lance, right? Who, like, yeah, sorry, honey. That didn't quite work out for you. Um, what was your favorite? JT, yeah. yeah. What about you? Yeah. Any other artists that you guys? Spice Girls. Spice yes. Girls, Duh, of course. Yeah. Spice Girls, of course. I would have to say, like, yeah, they're the OGs. They're, like, I mean, yes, I love my Britney, but, like, you just can't beat, like, everything yeah. they stood for, everything they did, like, just their energy. The movie Spice World. The yes, best the movie. movie. Best, yes. The, my parents, like, quoted it the other night. He's like, is that the little Gucci dress? And I was like, okay, Dad, he still remembers it. Oh. It's just a great movie. I love when they all, like, dressed up like each other. Yes. <laughs> that was, like, my favorite yes. scene. Yes, it's so good. It's so good. Do you remember S Club 7? Yes! <laughs> I loved them. They are seven. coming back, right? What? Uh, yeah, I think they are. Really? Yeah. No way. Yeah. They, it's like tw 20 years or something. They're doing like a tour, but I think it's in Europe. I don't know if it's oh coming there. Oh my God, that's exciting. Yes. They and have a TV show too, right? Yes, I think so. Them in 18, 18s. Yeah. Do they are? Yeah. They say it's all like upside down. Yes. I, I love them too. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Hanson Brothers. The Hanson Brothers? Yeah. yeah. Hanson, mm -hmm. yeah. Bop. Hansen, you said right. Yeah. Mbop. Yeah. Honestly, if you actually, Mbop has like such a good beat, so I feel like people don't listen to the words. But if you listen to it, it's, it's very like um, it, it's very reminiscent of this era in our lives too. Yeah. I think when you think about like the words that they're actually saying, it's a good song. It's a good song. Um, but I think that. Spice Girls really takes the cake for me. Yeah. So I think that we should stop right there. Thank you very much. And I'll tell you what I want. What I really, really want is to wrap this thing up, get down there, we're gonna start hanging out with everybody, if that's Woo! okay with you guys. Yeah. I think that's it. Thank you guys so much for being here. for coming. Thank you, amazing, strong, beautiful ladies for coming on the show. Yes! And I mean, girl power. And girl power. just remember that if all you guys did today was get up and survive, you are thriving in my eyes. Thank you. We'll see you in a minute.